G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Vision 180. Live different. Different. Hi, Mel. How are you? Yeah, really good. How are you doing? I'm doing awesome. I'm in Mexico City. No way. I was going to ask where you are because you always seem to be somewhere different. You like yeah, travel yeah. around a lot. Yeah, I travel around a lot. And this, uh, God is amazing. He opened up this crazy door with my music out here in, in Latin America. So it's been, I've been on all the biggest TV shows and wow. uh, all week been singing mountains and sharing the message, you know, with people all around here and in Colombia, it's been incredible. Wow. So where are you originally from? I'm actually from Sweden, but but I feel like I'm half Australian because all my best mates are all from Oh, really? Down yeah. Under. Good on you. Yeah. Good on you, mate. <laughs> <laughs> yep. That's Carried it. around the world with you. I love it. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So firstly, for those who don't know too much about Jonas Myron, because you've been in the background for a little while writing songs for other people. That's right. Can you give us a little bit of a background about who you are, how you got into music and what you've been up to? Yeah, sure. So I grew up in uh, Sweden and Africa of all places. I moved to South Africa with my parents when I was three um, and we did a ton of mission work down there as a family and my dad was a photographer and a writer and my mom and dad ministered a ton around Africa and Russia to Iceland to Lapland. So I kind of grew up traveling around the world with them and music was always my passion and I just loved writing songs and loved kind of serving through songs, you know, but mm-hmm. kind of was always my my um, favorite way to, to use the gift that God has given me. And um, when I was 18, I moved to London, uh, no, 17, I moved to London and started leading worship at Hillsong in London. Oh, nice. Uh, with my friend Natasha Bedingfield, who is still one of my best friends. We, she was the worship leader back then. No way. And, uh, I did not know that. Yeah. Ah. Oh. Yes. And we started writing songs together, and, and that kind of became the beginning on my kind of musical journey. I was, you know, a late teenager and just fell in love with writing songs of purpose and for the kingdom and here we are all these years later and I'm still doing it. <laughs> You've come a long way. <laughs> yeah, it's been a journey, a wild one. A lot of bad songs too. Oh, I don't know say. about that. It's I don't like... know. <laughs> Everyone <laughs> I've heard of is like... pretty good. Oh, thank you. That's kind. <laughs> did you did you have a moment, because obviously you have a gift in songwriting, did you have a moment where you're like, this is it, this is what I want to do for the rest of my life? Oh, yeah. I think I've had a few of those, to be honest. You know, my favorite moments is actually when I'm standing in the back of, it can either be a church or at a concert or, and I'm seeing these songs that I kind of have written in my own, like, devotional time. If it's in my, you know, in my bedroom or it's in kind of my own testimony songs and seeing them suddenly travel to the ends of the world and seeing people make it their own. Yeah, for me, yeah. that is like my, my, like most amazing, the most amazing moments. It's like when I realize it's not even about like my song anymore. Like it's become their song, and it's their song 
their favorite song to God and their favorite song, their anthem or their soundtrack of their life. Um, I think that those moments is what I live for. You've written massive songs like Our God for Chris Tomlin, 100,000 Reasons for Matt Redman. Is it weird watching them play your songs and then they get all the recognition for it? Nah. I kind of, I don't really mind, to be honest. Like, I think it's, that's the beautiful part of, like, songwriting. It's like you kind of, you get to be part of that moment in the room and you get to give and equip other singers and worship leaders and artists with your songs. And then the songs kind of just take on a life of their own. And and I do kind of like the idea that it's, it's God who gets the glory. Yeah. I think it's healthy for us. Yeah. I think it's I think it's dangerous sometimes, you know, with when we give too much glory to a, a specific person because I don't think we're created to be worshipped. We're created to worship. Totally. And 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 to me that has been you know, like a, a kind of a beautiful thing. Like I remember I stood in the back of a church once in uh, Rio de Janeiro. I was there working with some artists and I went to church on Sunday, sneaked in the back in my flip-flops because that's what you wear in Copacabana. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. <laughs> and uh, in, in my shorts, um, like a Bondi boy. And, uh, <laughs> which I missed, by the way. It's one of my favorites. Uh, and, and I stood in the back and they did 10,000 reasons in Portuguese. And oh, I just, yeah. and no one knew that that I had been part of co-writing this song. I was just, for them, like, you know, this um, tourist in shorts standing in the back. And there was this song that me and Matt Redman wrote, you know, from, you know, a little chapel in England. Now that traveled to Brazil and translated to Portuguese. And I stood there in the back and nobody knew that it was my song. <laughs> and I just felt it was a beautiful moment. It was just, it was amazing. That's so cool. Do you find like songwriting, does it come easy for you? Is it like, do you just sit down and you can write a song first go or does it take a few goes? Like, how does that work for you? Yeah, both actually. Sometimes it kind of flows out of you. Sometimes it's easy. Um, sometimes it's really hard. Sometimes it's like, mm-hmm. you know, you have, it's a wrestle. You have to fight and fight and fight to get the idea and to really like um, get the chorus right, you yeah. know, or to get the lyric right. It can be a long journey, but sometimes it's it really flows out of you. Like Ten Thousand Reasons was one of them. Like it literally was. I mean, it, I think me and Matt wrote that in forty minutes. Like really? it was like, like yeah, it was insane. Like it was like it didn't come from us; it came through us. But I don't think it means the song is better just because it happens like that. Sometimes, you know, I wrote a song um, called No Other Name, and with my friend Joel, and that took. I mean, we spent like probably a year on that song. I mean, not full time, but we would just meet up every other month or two and we would just like work on it. And so sometimes it goes fast, sometimes it takes a long time um, and it's all a process. So you've been behind the scenes, I guess, for so long songwriting for other people and now you are getting into the spotlight yourself and releasing your own music. Did you have a moment like what, uh-huh. what inspired you to be like, you know what, now I want to perform myself? Well, I think I've always had this idea of like, there are certain songs that I just couldn't let go of because they were too personal and I couldn't give them to the artist because they, they felt like my own kind of journal and they were just like my own heart. Like, like you know how David uh, in the songs, he just was always being very raw and vulnerable and, and real in his, in his writing. And, and for me, that's been songwriting for me. I've always wanted to, to use songwriting as, 
as a way to really express my heart and, and like 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 a language for prayer as well, you know? Like so I had these songs that I wrote and I felt like, you know what, I I have to like I have to put these out and then it's a funny story. I was actually working on an album called Barbara Streisand oh. in Los Angeles uh, three years ago. And I was with a guy called David Foster. He was uh, co-producing it with me and, and we were writing the songs and, and Barbara comes up to me, you know, and, you know, this is Barbara Streisand. I grew up listening to her records in the kitchen <laughs> in Sweden. You know, yeah, like, wow. you know she's, she's the queen. And, and she's like, Jonas, I have to tell you something. She says, you are not just a songwriter. You are a singer. You're an artist. You have to go out there. You're one of the best singers I've heard in forever. Like the world needs to hear your voice. And and I said, Barbara, oh my gosh, that is so encouraging. I actually have these songs I've been kind of thinking about putting out. She goes, Yes, wow. do it. And when Barbara tells you to do it, you do it. <laughs> when Barbara tells you when when Babs, that's what we call her. Babs. Babs. <laughs> when Babs tells you to do it, you do it. You know, but it's amazing, you know, like God can use anyone, you know, like, and I, I thought like he really, he really used her in that moment in my life to be an encouragement and, and to just be a mentor to kind of just encourage me to step out and, and own my voice. And, and I'm so glad I did because now these songs are traveling around the globe, literally like we just went out the mountains, literally getting um, on playlists around the world and getting airplay on the radio already around the world as well. So it's kind of crazy. It's crazy. It's doing so well. I love it so much. I think from what I've heard, it's probably one of my favorite. Can you tell us a little bit about Mountains? Like, how did that come about? Yeah, well, Mountains is a song that's inspired by Matthew. The scripture where it says, if you have faith, just the size of a mustard seed, you can speak to the mountain and say, move, and it shall move. That was the scripture that really had stuck to me for a while. And I felt like I was going through a hard time myself. And kind of held on to that scripture with the mountains that I was facing. And I thought, if I feel this, I'm sure other people feel this too, that they need encouragement to have some faith. And um, I wrote this song with Daniel James, who's an incredible writer, who has written songs for Paramore and Haley Williams and a ton of others. And we wrote it and just felt like it had something special. We were like, this, there's something about the song. Yeah. And we, we finished it. And um, after the pandemic, I just felt like, you know what? it's time for this song because we've gone through so much in the world with this freaking pandemic and all the craziness that's happening in the world with yeah. all the economy to the wars. Mm. Uh, there are still the political things. There are so many mountains mm. that we're facing in the world. And, and I felt like this is the time to sing this anthem of, of hope. And, and I reminded us with, with faith in our hearts, we can speak to the mountains and they shall move. Mm, so good. It is such a, I was going to say, that is such amazing timing, uh, the release of that song. We really need a song like this right now. No, it's been, it's been actually amazing, hey, because honestly, man, like, I, I just felt like wherever it goes, I said, Lord, just take it to where it needs to go. And it's really resonating with people if they are new in faith or they are yet to find faith or have walked with the Lord for a long time. To me, it's all, it's all sons and daughters of the King. And, and um, people out there who said, like, Jonas, I've been literally crying listening to this song because it's reminding me to hold on to faith in this battle which I'm facing and in the mountains that I'm, I'm, I'm looking at, but to know that, that God is able to, to move them for me. And, and uh, it's, it's been really cool. And I actually found out today that the song is going to be featured uh, on a massive sync for, you know, The Rock? 
the actress. Yeah, the <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's gonna it's gonna be in a massive sport commercial this summer. Are you so, serious? <laughs> That's so cool. Yeah, so, I love that. So so you won't be able to escape this song. It's gonna be it's gonna be like um, <laughs> terrorizing. You'd be like, oh no, what? Why did I playlist this? <laughs> I, it's so good that it's that you've been able to reach like the secular market as well as the Christian market. Um, and, you know, people will look into this artist and be like, oh, what's this guy believe? And you never know the amount of lives that you could change through your music. It's so cool. Yeah. Th- thanks, Mel. You know, that's what we have to remember. You know, for all of us, like, for God so loved the world. You know, he, he loves the world. Like, he loves all of us, those who know him or yet to know him. And, and I feel we have a mission. And obviously, that's what you guys are doing, too, at the station in Australia, because you're reaching so many people that maybe will never find Christian music if it wasn't for your station. And we have, we have a mission to just spread the good news wherever we are and be, be our authentic selves. You know, we're not perfect we're, <laughs> because we're human, but, but we have a perfect God who loves us unconditionally. And, and that's, that's the message that I'm trying to spread through my music. And I have to say, the film clip for Mountains is amazing. Shot in Copper Canyon, is it? Yeah, Copper Canyon. I never knew that existed. It's amazing. Honestly, it's crazy, right? It's one of the biggest canyons in the world. And for you guys that don't know, it's in the northern part of Mexico in an area called Chihuahua. And this is one of the biggest canyons in the world, uh, 8,000 feet deep. And it was a crazy journey, Mel. We took Two planes. We did car rides. We did bus rides. Even took a train ride through the mountains to get to this location. I was wondering how you got there because it looks quite remote. It is literally in the middle of nowhere, and uh, hours of hiking. So, like, my legs were hurting, but <laughs> hey, it was worth it because it was. We got some beautiful shots. I really kind of. I love it. The video really tells the story um, of creation too. Like, you just see those mountains, and you you just get you just get filled with awe, right? Um, I also want to chat to you about your single for the ones we love. We're playing that on Vision One Eighty, and it's getting uh-huh. a lot of a uh, lot of good feedback. Can you tell us about where that one came from? Yeah, so for the ones we love, it's a song. I actually wrote the chorus when I was on tour with Matt Redman. Uh, we were I was sitting backstage in a little um, a little piano um, in the back of a church, and and that song, that chorus, just came to me at that moment, and it's a song that just talks about. No greater love is he than lay down his life for his friends. And, you know, Jesus says these beautiful, these beautiful words about the love of laying down your life. But no greater love is it to lay down your life for your friends. And that's what he did for us. And, and I thought about what does that look like in 2022 or in 2021 when I released it? Um, what does it look like to, to love like Jesus? What does it look like to lay down your life for a friend? And um, and I wrote this song as a kind of a as a reminder of the gift of of friendship and the gift of love and the gift of His love for us. And um, there's a few lines in there which just kind of have struck with me through the year. This one line says, "Like when life breaks down, sweep up the glass and forgive, forget the hurt that's in the past." And um, to me, that is what love looks like. You know, it's you know sometimes life gets messy and there's a ton of Glass on the floor, and but it's saying like I'm gonna I'm gonna sweep up that glass and not make you look bad or make you look silly for for doing you know for your life falling apart, but actually 
in grace cover you the way God covers us. And, and of course, that says, it's what we do for the ones we love. And uh, I love the third verse that talks about his love for us. And it says, you don't think twice to do what's right. Lay down your pride, lay down your life. So it's been, it's been an amazing uh, year, actually. It's been out now for a year. And, and it's, it's traveled around the world. And I think a lot of people, uh, both in the church and outside the church, are being just reminded of, of this message, which is a message that we actually all, every day, need to be reminded of because to never take it for granted, this gift. You know, this gift of, of unconditional love and, and also the people we have in our life, hey? Like, there's so much, there's so many, so many people that are amazing that sometimes we just take for granted. There are people that we, that we just think, oh, it's just my friend from school or, oh, it's just my auntie or it's my cousin or it's my parents. But, you know, every day, it's actually a gift that we can have them in our life. And I, you know, kind of wrote this as a, also like as a little homage to my family in Sweden because I was, you know, living in LA, the other side of the world. I miss them a lot. And um, I kind of sing this to them as well. Oh, it's so beautiful. It's it's so true, isn't it? Um, we've we've had a few losses in our family lately and you do, you don't, it's mm-hmm. not until later that you look back and go, oh, that person was a gift to my life. And, you know, you're like, oh, you always hear people say, I wish I spent more time with them and I wish I did this. Yeah. And it's, yeah, it's a good reminder to, well, let's yeah. do that now while they're still here. Let's do it yeah. now. And for you guys who listen to this, I think that's beautiful, Mel. Let's, let's take that action today and let's write a little text message or a little note to someone that you love yeah. today and just remember. Just tell someone that you love them. Just tell someone you're grateful for them and say, hey, mate, love you, grateful for you. You know, that, that means so much, I think, for, for all of us to just be reminded that um, there is someone who's thinking of Beautiful. us. Or especially when, when we go through hard times. So that's what we do for the ones we love. Yep, <laughs> that's what we do. I love that, Jonas. And I, I believe you're working on some new music as well. Have you got any new songs to I come? Am. Can you give us a little sneak peek? <laughs> yes, I do. I do, I do. I'm very excited, actually. And um, this is actually an Australian project, which is <gasps> really exciting. That's, that's coming up. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to be down under in October. Really? That's awesome. Uh-huh. Yes, and I'm so excited. I'm going to be two weeks in Australia uh, because I'm working on a film. I'm not, I'm not allowed to say the title. Um, and it's going to be awesome. In Australia? In Australia. It's a faith film and it's going to be incredible. And uh, I'm doing the music for it. So we're going to be um, recording the music video in Australia. And I'm going to be collaborating with some Australian musicians. And it's going to be awesome. So who knows? Maybe we can even meet in person when I'm there in October. Yeah, so that is, that's coming up, um, which is a movie project where I love writing songs for films because I feel like it's something so powerful when you combine um, picture with sound and music. I think it's just an incredible thing that happens. Like you get like the story of visually and sonically and it's, it's beautiful. So that's going to be fun and can't wait to spend some time in uh, Dananda. Uh, and then I'm having a song come out with Andrea Bocelli, uh, which also comes out oh, around then, yeah. which, which I've written. It's really exciting. Um, it's going to be beautiful. Um, it's called The Greatest Gift, and super excited about that because I wrote it um, together with my dear friends Stefan and Amy uh, Wedge, and it's a, just a beautiful 
song of Thanksgiving, um, and it's going to be on his new record. So that comes, that's coming out in October, and then yeah, lots of lots of little things kind of so brewing. Much so much happening. We're doing the Jonas Myron EP, which is um, hopefully going to be out early next year, and with some new Jonas Myron songs and uh, yeah, kind of stuff. Wow, you you got a lot going on, Jonas. That's mm-hmm. so exciting. It is so exciting. Cool. And I am so grateful, you know, because my prayer every day is just saying, God, just let me be, be a blessing. And it doesn't matter mm. if it's through music or through just my life or through songs or through my odyssey or wherever I am, it's always my prayer is just to be a blessing. So to see this project, you know, because I didn't really know which were the ones we love and not alone and, and mountains. I, I kind of just did it as a, as a as an offering. I felt like I need to be faithful um, to God and Babs. <laughs> <laughs> and Babs, of course, she'll and be Babs, checking. <laughs> she'll be checking in and just, you know, be faithful with my gift, you know, and I kind of just decided to just put them out there and the fact that they're flying the way they are, uh, it's just so, so encouraging because it was a step of faith. You can imagine for me being standing in the shadows, which I've loved being the writer for so many years, but now being the artist and owning my voice um, and kind of, really letting, showering my heart like this through these songs it was a big step of faith, but to see them connect the way they are has just been so hugely encouraging and, and humbling and amazing. So thank you guys for supporting the song and the songs. It means the world. Oh, thanks, Jonas. Like, oh, I cannot wait to see what you do next. I'm so excited for your journey and I um, oh, can't thanks. wait to hear this new music. Thanks, Mel. And it's going to be a really, it's going to be a good record. I feel, I feel like it's, it's so important, especially as believers, that we use what we've been given and we, we don't just give our good, but we give our best. That's something that I've been, it's been really important for me is to push, push the boundaries and, and also creatively. And that's why Mountain Sound doesn't really sound like a lot of Christian music out there because I felt like I want to I create something that is that actually you could play for your neighbor, but you could play for your friend who hasn't been to church and they will be like, oh, wow, this is really cool. What is this? Oh. And then they will go, oh, it's Jonas Marin. And then they'll be like, oh, here's Jonas. Oh, he, he wrote Ten Thousand Reasons. And he wrote Cornerstone and, and Argon. Check out these songs. And then, you know, I, I really wanted to create a project that can be a bridge because, you know, that's what Jesus was. Like, he was a bridge from heaven to earth. And I think this is our calling as Christians. It's not just to stay in, in our bubble, but to actually reach out and, and, for me, this is kind of um, my mission project in a way, you know, like it's my parents are missionaries. They moved to Africa with us, but I moved to Los Angeles. That's my mission field, uh, which is kind of cool, hey? So cool, Jonas. I'm, I'm right up your alley. I completely agree. I think a lot of Christians kind of stay in their little bubble, but we're, we're called yeah. to reach out That's to the right. world and, and share right. the good news. Yeah. And for you, that mom out there who's listening to this and, and goes, okay, yeah, but I'm not like Jonas. I can't, you know go to Mexico or go to Sweden or, you know, there's an earth with our music. It's all about you just being you wherever you are. Your neighborhood can be your mission field. Your friends, your kids, friends, parents, they go to use you in their lives, you know, like, and it doesn't matter if it's one person or a million that we reach. What matters is that we're faithful with what he's given us every day and that we just stay a blessing. That's really all it's cool us to do, just to be a blessing and to love to love him and love people, hey? That's all, that's all it is about. 
if we if people want to follow your journey as to what you're up to with all this new music, what's the yeah. best way to keep well, in touch? Uh, the best way to keep in touch is to probably social media is awesome because you'll get a little updates every day. Hopefully, <laughs> I'm mm-hmm. trying to be to update every day. <laughs> when you can exactly. But um, so um, Instagram is Jonas Myron, and Myron is spelled M Y R I N. And Jonas, like uh, the Jonas Brothers. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yes. Or the Wishes song. My name is Jonas. Thanks for all you showing us. I don't know if that was a hit in Australia, but that was big in Sweden. <laughs> <laughs> I've never heard that, but I'm going to go listen okay, to it you now. Okay, you, you need to YouTube it. It's, it's, it's a really funny song. Weezer was about. So Jonas Myron okay. on Instagram and on Facebook and Twitter. And YouTube, um, the channel is called Jonas Myron. And you can just check out the videos there and... and yeah, Spotify and Apple Music, wherever you listen to music. Amazing. Jonas, thank you. You've been so generous with your time. Thank you so much for joining oh, us on Vision 180. Thanks so much, guys. Thanks, Mel. Thanks, Station. Thanks all your listeners out there for the love and support. And can't wait to see you guys in October. Have a blessed day, everyone. And uh, so lovely to chat to you, Mel. Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au.